This is a tripod broadcast. Well, let's start recording, so... We just did. Okay, cool. I think this is a key show to listen to because it's... It's it's uh, it's all about emotional masturbation. Yeah. <laughs> Journalistic integrity. It encapsulates everything that we're about. And I'm sorry. Now, <laughs> give that some thought. Yeah. With Addison... I can't be mad at you. You got a haircut. And Matt. I would recommend that you stop listening right now. <laughs> Welcome to Give That Some Thought. <clears throat> yeah, phones down. Phones down, heads in the game. Here we go. Welcome to Give That Some Thought, Tripod Broadcasting Slagship Show. My head is in the game. Your head is in the game. As much as it can be in the game. Yeah. You, uh... How much did you drink by yourself last night? 13 beers. Oh. God, and it is 2.30 p.m. Over the space of, like, seven hours, but still. It, it It's 2.30 p.m. Um, on Monday. This will come out... Um, Thursday, as is per the usual. Um, <clears throat> what time did you go to bed? I don't know, like six or seven in the morning, maybe. Oh. I'm good. I'm I'm fine. I'm rolling. <laughs> you you seem like it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyways, welcome to give that some thought. Tripod broadcasting flagship show. Um, yeah, I'm Addison. Joining me is my co-host Matt. We had a guest on last week. We had a guest on the week before that, mm-hmm. uh, or the the full episode before that. We had a yeah. bonus episode, yeah. but um, yeah, now, uh, it's, now it's just us. Now it's just us. Sorry, guys. Just us and the government, just here, uh, chilling. Well, the government's always with us. The government is always with us. Um, I've got. Uh, so you said that that your week you've been working a whole lot, um, right? Yeah. Matt? Yeah. Um, you got a new job. You're sort of trying to get uh, get things squared away there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Uh, there's a lot of a lot of things that can be done that need to be done. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm doing them. What are you <laughs> doing over there, Addison? You're looking at your phone weird. The government does love you. The government does love you. <clears throat> as long as you're a tax-paying entity. Yeah. The moment you're not, though, uh, you know, if you if you don't pay your taxes or you're not making a livable wage that they can tax, then, well, it's off to prison for you. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, you, you had that conversation. that popped Consume. In my head. Trust your government. Yes. Yeah. Yes, you should well, trust your pop government. Your head because you've been watching South Park lately, right? I've been watching a lot of South Park. Yeah, I enjoyed the two-parter about Game of Thrones with the Red Wedding. Wasn't that a three-parter? Uh, I think it was two. I only saw two. It was at the end of a season. Yeah. 17, I think. Yeah. And then I just started 18. It's For some reason, I thought it was a three-parter, but maybe not. I don't know. It's been um, not as good. 18, I haven't... I haven't... I was... Like, the first three episodes I've watched have kind of been like, eh, it's all right. But, yeah. But uh, the one about the Kardashians was good, too, though. Yeah. Um, how is you not to have it? <laughs> Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Do, 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 do. Girl, is you a hobbit? Girl, is you a hobbit? Because if you a hobbit, you need to tell me right now because I am making a fool of myself. <laughs> the one that got me, though, is when, when Kanye, uh, of course, is defending the Kardashians, mm-hmm. uh, not being hobbits. And he says, they're, they're, they're all on a show 
called Keeping Up with the Kardashians, a show about short, loud people that live in a fantasy world. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> now, I will say this, and I, I told you should, myself... You should watch all the Kanye episodes, because there's like three or four is Kanye there? episodes, and they're all really good. I, I Yeah. Like if I'd probably appreciate the it. The fish sticks episode. I don't think I've seen that one. Okay. Is it earlier on? Yeah. It's from like five or six years ago. You need to watch that one. Okay. Well, I started at like set 16 or 17. Mm-hmm. And that's where I've been like watching through. Yeah. Except for some ventures that I've made back to yeah. watch the Scientology one. I think seasons like eight through 12 are probably the best. No, oh, yeah. The best seasons. Yeah. All right. It feels that way, or at least it, it felt like the stuff I started watching was a lot funnier than this. Because the more recent stuff, I think, is uh, the most recent um, season, I yeah. think. 18? Yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah, well, the, season 19 just had its first episode on Wednesday, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, okay. Yeah, that makes sense then. Um, now, if I can get your awful internet to load, I actually have a story about South Park. That Okay, yeah, here we go. It's from the New York Post, which... Garbage rag, but uh, no, man. The New York Post is a good, good newspaper. No, actually, it's not. They have quality headlines, and they inform their readership of the of the real news, man. Well, it's like the headless the headless donkey that's wandering New York, or 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 the crocodiles in the sewer, or you know, Mm -hmm. uh, aliens that fly out of uh, well, here's okay, Buck Showalter's butthole. There's 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 a. By the Post editorial board, and I'm going to read this. This is the story that I wanted to talk about. But to give you some context about the New York Post, I'm just going to read the stories that are teased on the sideline here. Sure, these okay. are the headlines right. on on this on this page. Ryan Ryan Reynolds caught his pal trying to sell baby photos. That's one headline. Mm-hmm. Second one is yes, Kendall Jenner has her nipple pierced. Oh, yep. Uh, and here's the other one: General General Hospital star criticizes Viola Davis's Emmy acceptance speech. Those are the three headlines that are teased. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, on point news. Celebrities news, celebrity news, celebrity news. Yeah. Well, and even going further down, okay, uh, Kendall Jenner demoted to second row for Kanye's show. Stop draping your coat over your shoulders. You look like an idiot. So, again, just on point. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, this story, here's 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 the, the headline. Social justice warriors can't take the South Park heat. Mm. Mm. For nearly two decades, I'm going to read the whole thing because it's short. For nearly two de- decades, South Park has lambasted everything. The cartoons, raw satire, offends left, right, and center, all races and religions, and atheists too. But some are just too dense to get it. This week's season premiere slapped social justice warriors, extremists, out to police every word for bias. PC principal takes over the school, attended by Kyle, Stan, Kenny, and Cartman, the four kids at the show's heart. Kyle gets two weeks' detention for daring to tell a fourth grader, I don't think Caitlyn Jenner is a hero. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which the principal calls transphobic and bigoted hate speech. Yeah. Later, PC principal beats Carton within an inch of his life for not falling in the line. Enter the Warriors. Culture site Bustle complained the show made it, quote, seem like a bad thing to strive for correct language around transgender issues. Comedian Peter Coffin spent hours tweeting about the unfairness of it all. Film critic Bob Chipman whined that the creators Matt Stone and Trey Parker have, quote, this is, this is, I don't like this, have, quote, slowly morphed into the Trump of TV comedy. Mm-hmm. It all, and then the the final line here is it all proved Parker and Stone right. Yeah, yeah. Yep, that's basically it. Yeah, no. It. <coughs> and I I watched the episode when it aired, but I this this episode they're referring to. Yeah, but I haven't uh, haven't read anything about. It. I'm negative. You know. Yeah. 
reactions to the show. Although oh, I'm sure that, I'm sure that there were some. Um, but yeah, it really did kind of lambast the whole social justice warrior. And here's here's the thing, right? So we want to use correct terminology when it comes to trans folk. Do we? Okay. Well, maybe maybe not. Maybe we don't. <laughs> maybe 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 those things don't deserve to have proper you know uh, usages of words and such <laughs> ar- around them. With do they have penises or no? You know. I yeah. Uh, it's exactly the question. Know, it's it's weird. Yeah. I did watch the episode actually the other no, uh it's from eighteen, the one where where <laughs> Cartman decides he's gonna go in the other bathroom. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm transgendered now. Yeah. <laughs> no, doesn't mean I have to be attracted to men. <laughs> yeah. Um But um What what's the name he uses for himself? Uh, Erica. Yeah, Erica. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then Wendy Davis decides she's transgendered. Yeah. And of Wendell. course it's Wendell Davis. Yes. Yeah. Um <laughs> So, so okay, I don't, I don't know, man. If you want to, if you want to be a trans person, be a trans person. Yeah. But don't look to everybody else to have the exact correct definition or that you define yourself by. Yeah. And have to you don't. I don't know, man. It seems like everybody. Well, it seems like they're trying to define slurs. You know what I mean? Like because like the N word, for example, like yeah. that's we know that's a word that you don't you don't use mm-hmm. about black people. Yeah. But then but then you know five eight years ago whatever it is they're like well it's you, you really shouldn't say black communities or black yeah. people well r- really well they are yeah. black like what is like what is you know or Mexican or Latino or whatever you yeah know? it's like that does that terminology need to be defined that far to the point where you can't call them what they actually are mm-hmm. like like. That seems ridiculous. Same well, thing with trans. If you're gonna be, if you a transgender, you know, or whatever it is. If if, uh, if that's what you're going to do, and that's who the person you want to be, mm-hmm. then be that, and don't look to everybody else around you to define, or not define, but to uh, to justify. Yeah, what you, you've chosen to do. Exactly. Right. By having them always use the correct terminology, right? Because because in the end, it shouldn't affect whether you you are are, are whether you're sure about what you're doing or not. It's the same thing could go for religions. You know, Christ, you know, people call Christians you know Bible thumpers or something. Well, okay, then I'm a Bible thumper. Yeah, I I, I know that I'm a Christian, and so it doesn't. Why does it matter? Yeah, why does it matter? I don't yeah. care what anybody calls me. Me being who I am, in this case, Christian or white or male or whatever, is is all is all up to me. Exactly. It's up to me to live it out. So, w- w- you, you, you know, you spend all of your time and energy making sure that people classify you and call you the right thing, right? Yeah. And all you're doing is putting yourself in a box and making somebody classify you Anyways, and put a la- stick right. a label on you, right? And so that then you can be this category category of people, and so that they have to treat you this way. And uh, you're 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 looking to other people to define and to um, not not justify but uh, legitimize legitimize your, your person yeah your sexuality or your gender identity or um, your orientation or mm-hmm. your skin color or your profession or whatever it is by by making the whole issue about what you're going to be called. You're looking f- to other people to justify your choices in life. Yeah. Who who the hell cares what uh, what somebody calls you? Yeah. Because you are who you are. Exactly. Yeah. And the term that's used Whether for you, gay or straight or overweight. Yeah. The the <laughs> term that's used for you shouldn't define who you are. Yeah. 
And I think I think the reason why you have these social justice warriors who get so bent out of shape over it is because at their core they still are doubtful about their personhood, about who they are. Yeah. And so they, uh, if any any time somebody uses a, a term that could be, say, misconstrued or um, misinterpreted, yeah, as uh, as being a slur, or or in in, in any other way, um, you know, they they get bent out of shape. No. But because their identity is tied to how other people define them. Yeah, exactly. It should just be tied to who you are. Yeah, I agree. Which is why Caitlyn Jenner is not a hero. Not a hero, no. Yep. No. It, it it really, and and I, I even take it a step further, which I guess is like more offensive or whatever, but I, I don't think the people are heroes. I mean, it, it, it just, because you have heroes that are, that were, you know, uh, Brave enough to do the transgender thing, quote unquote, supposedly, mm-hmm. and then you have heroes who were brave enough to, you know, be in the special. It's just I don't know. It just like there's <laughs> people aren't necessarily heroes because of something that they're dealing with. You know, like okay, he was dealing with the transgender thing, whatever that entails, whether you mm-hmm. think that's a mental illness or an actual whatever, what you know, whatever. And yeah. I'm I'm not saying I believe one way or the other because I don't know. I don't know enough about it. But or gay, you know, like oh, they're gay. Like you're just a gay dude. Like yeah. just it's it's not you're not a hero. You just you just like wieners, and that's you're, just, you're just, just a dude. so be it. You're just a dude who likes to ball other dudes, <laughs> right? And that doesn't make you a hero or less of a person. Doesn't yeah. go either way. It just yeah. no. You're just another person. Yeah, you know, and and hopefully you're a positive member of society, no matter where you like to put your penis. Yep, <laughs> that's it. Equality. It's super simple stuff, people. <laughs> well, clearly not. Uh, the way that we're looking at it. Okay. Do you want to talk about? I'm, I'm going to give a couple of buzzwords here. Uh, do you want to go into? I got a couple articles about two presidential candidates. Mm. I've got one about a comedian who's a liar. I've got one about uh, violence over the weekend. I've got one about podcasting and one about uh, uh, aliens. Okay, let's go. Let's go. Let's let's stay in the humor vein. Let's go with the comedian. Comedian. Okay, you want to hear about this? This is I the don't know. Comedian you, that's a liar. Yes. So uh, all of them. Oh. <laughs> Are we about to talk about Steve Rizzi? Steve Renat Renatzi Renatzi uh, Steve yeah. Razzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzz
I just think it's funny. So wait, wait a minute. You, we have somebody. And it's funny because the dude's not. I'd never heard of him till this article. Never heard of uh, him. He's got an kind of popular show on well, FX. the league. Yeah, I've heard of the league. So yeah. great, but. <laughs> and then he's he he recently had been doing commercials for Buffalo Wild Wings. But I don't. Yeah, I don't watch yeah, commercials. Selling TV, chicken though. wings. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, sounds like a great. Well, here's here's the thing. Uh, I don't think the guy is funny anyway. He maybe like last year he had a special on Comedy Central. Okay, an hour special, something like that. And okay, I, I caught a little bit of it, and uh, he's not funny. Yeah, he's not funny. Really, and he's not even a good actor. Really. Um, well, I've never watched the league, so I've heard yeah. good things about the league. The show, but but the 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 thing um, it seems to me is you know the guy used nine eleven um, to to create um, emotional empathy mm-hmm. between him and the audience for his career and his job, and yeah, um, his opportunities. But which see, is a shame. Really open- it, that's that's a shame though because it's the first time somebody has ever used nine eleven. Yeah, the emotions tied that people have first recorded eleven. Um, yeah, it, as a way to uh, for selfish gains, and it's sad because you yeah. know up until now, no one's ever you know invoked or used nine eleven exactly the tragedy of the to World Trade Center some kind of you know, uh, the emotional response. From ex- exactly, yeah. yeah, yeah. This is this is the first, and hopefully the last. Well, hopefully the last. God I, forbid I've, it happens again. I have a feeling though now that this guy, this you know this groundbreaking, yeah, um, legendary comedian we all know and love, Steve's Razzle Pazzle. <laughs> Um, Belazel, uh, yeah. Now that he has, uh, now that he's he's, he's done come it, out, so I, to speak. I feel like this is probably the opening of the floodgates. Yeah. Now we're gonna hear a lot more. Um, I think it's sad. Yeah, it's in, heartbreaking. In fifty years, we'll look back at Steve Rizabani and <laughs> see that he he really was the Adolf Hitler of his time. Yeah, it's true. Yep. Yep. And that is not hyperbole. I can't think of a da- more dastardly person living today uh, than 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 Steve uh, uh, Ras. Raz Razamussen. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well. Uh. Yeah. 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 Can't think of another one. No. I. I can't. No. I've been. I've been thinking for a good two minutes here, and it's this guy is the number one. Yeah. So. Uh. Moving on. Um. Hopefully, you caught the the comedy and the satire there, because this. this I don't know. Is, I, I didn't get any of it. <laughs> I didn't catch any of it. <laughs> well, I didn't mean you, our mentor listeners. Oh. Oh. Okay. But this is par for the course of this whole nine eleven thing. I'm so. I. I really. I saw a post. Uh. Here's something interesting. So 9-11, the anniversary passed, right? 9-11, it's the yeah, 21st you, uh, now. What'd you do um, to celebrate? Let's see. I think, uh, if I remember right, um, I got up and, uh see, I went to work. Uh, and then I worked, I think it was a good eight or nine hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, took myself a break, ate something, yeah. uh, went back to work. And then, and then uh, when I was done working, uh, see, I think I went home. And I watched TV for about three or four hours. Yeah. And then I went to bed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So near and dear to my heart, uh, yeah. the events of September 11th, 2001. Uh, see, for this 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 September 11th, this holiday. Mm-hmm. Um, this, I, it's not a holiday. It is for me. Um, I, I, I don't nor- like where this is going. I normally make a cake. Uh, but this time I make... With two towers on it? Uh, come on. That's in poor taste. Um, <laughs> this... This time I I made cupcakes, mm. yeah, with mini towers or mini. Well, they just said they just had a nine eleven nine eleven in frosting oh, on, on all it. the cupcakes. Yeah, okay. um, 
Yeah. And in, in, in like red, white, and blue. How many did you make? Uh, 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 two thousand six hundred of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One uh, for each life. Uh, two thousand like nine hundred of them. Okay. You know, we had some some couple cancer extras. Deaths. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I took them to work and uh, had some party hats and some noisemakers <laughs> and stuff. And um, it, yeah, it, <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, it just like nobody. No, it maybe maybe it's just because the people at work don't get my humor yet. Yeah. But it just seems. Would you say it didn't fly? It did not fly. Okay. No, it, well, it, it didn't. In in fact, um, the whole thing just kind of came crashing down all at once. Oh, okay. Which is weird because you know, you know, uh, uh, cupcakes usually don't do that. Yeah, usually cupcakes uh, wildly popular. Yeah. Most places yeah. I've seen them. Um, so. It was almost as though there was a controlled demolition on those cupcakes. Oh yeah. Uh huh. Because yeah. they just fell straight down in in, uh, in free fall. Really? Yeah. Just directly down. Mm-hmm. Wow, interesting. Well, <laughs> I was thinking this past Sunday because we had a meeting at church. My church is right by Spirit of St. Louis Airport. Yeah, the, the the airport where I I think in the Midwest it's the biggest uh, air show in, in in the area. I mean, air I, show? the Blue Angels come. It's oh. the the one. I mean, it's it's a it's a big freaking deal. And so we're talking about because what we do is uh, the youth of the church they the, as a fundraiser we'll charge people because it's right there we'll charge people like four bucks to park in our huge lot that we'll never use and mm-hmm. it's, it's not during a during anything that we're doing anyways and so then they raise money they can sell hot dogs and you know then they get to you know spend it on I don't know a new Mac for the youth room or whatever and not have to pay taxes yeah I get yeah it. exactly mm-hmm. but uh, but so they're talking about how they're doing that and I was just the whole time I was just thinking like. Uh, I should just get just print out a bunch of 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 uh, eight and a half by eleven just regular sheets of paper that have a picture of the twin towers on them that just says jet fuel can't melt steel beams and just hand them out at the air show. No, just hand them out to everybody at the air show and just see what happens. No, it'd be funny, man. Just get a big banner and say and that says what about building seven? <laughs> it is our generation's JFK. You realize that. I mean, yeah. 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 30, 30 and under, that's our JFK. Yeah. The people in their 50s are still wondering, did, was Oswald alone? There had to be a man on the hill. Yeah. <laughs> but, but but we're uh, we're we're fixated on Building 7. And in 50 years, no one's going to be... Uh, Any, uh, and none the wiser? Uh, no, no one's, no one's going to... Yeah. It, it'll be the same thing. It, no one will have any definitive answers. The same questions. You know. It's funny to me. Like, do you think the CIA well, is that good? Well, people will have definitive answers, but they, no one will be paying attention. Oh, well. The brainwashing in this country is way too strong. Anybody who looks at, at, at the events of 9-11 with a critical eye, with an actual critical eye. Here we go. Um, you, have, you have to be either stupid. The only conspiracy I don't buy is the one that Matt's going to hammer today. You have to either be stupid mm-hmm. or willfully deceived in order to think that no. it was actual terrorists who actually flew planes into into the three different buildings brought them down. and actually brought them down with planes. You have to be a moron or willfully self-deceived to think that. It was an inside job by um I'm just going to let it, let it, let him have his platform folks. Just so you know where I'm at. But no, go ahead. I mean, I this is a this is a platform for you to Okay. Spear your vitriol. But go ahead. No, no, it's fine. It's just <clears throat> did I say vitriol? Because I meant opinion. You, yeah, you did. You said vitriol. Yeah, I'm, it was my mistake. Yeah, yeah, I meant opinion. 
I don't think I don't think it was uh, it was a job. It was a job. Like what for what purpose? For what purpose? The so, Patriot Act. We would have had the Patriot Act three years after when we did. No, no. Yes, we would for, have for money. For money. Well, we would have had another war anyways. We'll, we're going to talk about this off air. <laughs> I'm serious. Matt has insider information that he can't well, share with I, our listening audience, I, 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 and I, I, I encourage you to seek it out on your own. I have another podcast I want you to listen to. Start with our undelete and, and yeah. move to our, our conspiracy. I have another podcast I want, I want you to listen to. Sorted by controversial. Um, okay. I mean, you know, I just, okay. But I don't, I mean, I've looked at it. I mean, I'm 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 27 years old. I know how to use the internet. Mm-hmm. Um some might say too well, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, you know, I've I've looked at the the theories. And so, stuff. how did Building Seven get destroyed then? I mean, uh, I don't I don't have an answer for that because you know, Building Seven did the same thing that the two towers did. Yeah, it came which, down. Yeah, like in free fall. Yeah, straight like down. A, that looked exactly like a controlled demolition. Mm-hmm. Three built two planes, three buildings. Mm-hmm. How how does that happen? I don't know. I don't have an answer. Mm. Not a structural scientist. Why was there so much dust? I don't know. But you know there are structural scientists who have done the research and... and, Wait, what? Hold on, the dust thing. What's the dust thing? Where did all the dust from... Uh, Paper, human bodies, everything that was in the building. Yes, but you can't have those things without, without, I mean, a controlled demolition. If if the building just came down, Uh okay... um, You'd have a lot of a lot of rubble, but it wouldn't have right. been pulverized like if there was an ex, like you know a massive explosion at ground level. But the, but the footage doesn't show an explosion at ground level. Like the footage, even when you see the towers falling, that all I mean, all the news you know stations had it had their cameras on the buildings when they fell. Mm-hmm. You don't. There's no explosion. There's no visible explosion at the foot of the buildings. And why wouldn't yes, that have there been are. caught? Yes, there are. Okay. All right. Yes, there are. We'll, we'll 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 look into it. You and I will do an investigative journalism, mm-hmm. and then we'll we'll get to the bottom of it. Matt. You got to follow the money. You got <laughs> you got to look at the guy who who bought the building just before uh, just um, before nine eleven. Just before nine eleven, like earlier that year. Really, he ended up putting uh, fourteen million. I can't. I can't remember. I've been trying to think of the guy's name for the past two minutes. He ended up putting fourteen million of his own money into buying the World Trade Center complex. Mm-hmm. And bought it for some somewhere in the ballpark of like eight hundred million, but it was wow. all financed. Is that all? Yeah, but it was all financed by uh, other people. Okay. And he only put fourteen million of his own money into it. Um, that doesn't seem. They is were, that legal? I guess it's legal. But um, there were uh, on September tenth, Donald Rumsfeld was in front of Congress testifying about the four point two trillion. Yeah. Dollars. Yeah. No. Yeah, trillion, trillion dollars that were missing um, from the Pentagon's budget. Okay. And then the next day, the accounting department of the Pentagon was destroyed. Where that plane hit, that's the accounting part, uh, uh, part of the Pentagon. Did you not know that that was the accounting office of the know Pentagon that. that got destroyed? Why do you the can do this the to me, day Matt? after? The Secretary of Defense was testifying in front of Congress about four trillion dollars going missing out of their budget. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But then why? So the guy who bought the bought the but World they didn't Trade the, they didn't set it up in twenty four hours. <laughs> God, we need to. 
The guy who bought the World Trade Center. This is, a, this is a black hole the, we're going to get lost in. The guy who bought the World Trade Center, yeah. right? Yeah, this guy. Only had to put up $14, 14 million, million of, his own, yeah. of his own money. Is that all? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, no. so he put... Well, he, shit, I'll buy the next one. He put up like 2 to 3% of his own money. Yeah. Of the whole... The whole, total, the whole package. The whole cost of the World Trade Center. Yeah. Right? Buys it six months before 9-11. Yeah. And ends up getting paid out almost $3 billion on, on insurance. the insurance... And he was also able to not get two, not get one payment of three billion dollars, but get two payments of three billion dollars from an insurance second. company. That's, that's six billion dollars. Because he was able to cl- get his lawyers to classify it as a terrorist as attack. Two different incident incidences. What were the two each, incidents? Each plane. Each plane. And now the government mm-hmm. is giving him money to rebuild the World Trade Center complex and they've been doing that for 15, you know almost 15 years now giving him money to rebuild it yeah. and he hasn't put a dime of his own money back into the rebuilding of it and the restructuring of it cuz it's just, on the government because just, it was a terrorist attack exactly he's just sitting back with cash and six checks billion and dollars now <laughs> yeah but okay uh, and this guy was a very powerful banker who um was almost broke before 9/11, and now and this was his plan to fix it, though. Billions, and billions according of to the, uh, the no, theory. No, no, or... this is this is just it's, this is just coincidental. It's it's just the fact that between uh, it's 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 a it's part insurance scam, part mm-hmm. uh, uh, trauma based mind control. <laughs> Uh, you traumatize I'm the American people. You traumatize the American people yeah. in order to uh, control them yeah. and make them live from a place of fear, mm-hmm. and also to you know conveniently cover up the fact that you're you have you know four trillion dollars in black budget for the uh, Pentagon for that's the, gone missing. For the, yeah, for the defense. Yeah, you make some compelling points, Matt. I'll hand you that. You make some compelling it, points. Ev- everything, everything in history, human history. You want to find out what real history is? Yeah. Follow the money. Yeah. Like, look at who's making money. Yeah. And that's either your, that's usually your bad guy. Or your culprit. No. Yeah. Like, who made money after World War II? United States. <laughs> There's your bad guy. Mm-hmm. Well, here to chime in real quick is uh, Alex Jones. Alex, what do you think about what Matt's had to say? Well, Matt's right on. Uh, it's obviously the globalists who have who have uh, 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 brought this mind control upon the American people in the form of nine eleven, and 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 we know now. We know now that they're putting they're putting fish testicles into all the vaccines, and and that is turning the American people into the mind controlled sheep. And obviously, Matt's uh, okay. Thank you, Alex. Thank you. Well, wait, hold on. I I want to talk to Alex for a minute. Yes. Uh, uh, what can I do for you, Matt? First off, I'm so glad to meet you, man. Like, I, well, it's good I, to be here. I'm I'm a big fan of your guys' podcast. I'm a huge fan of yours. Uh, I've, I've well, it's not a podcast. It's on Sirius XM. It's available for just nine ninety nine a month. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. It's a, well, you can subscribe, and then you can get our show uh, whenever it's live. You can also find it on YouTube or at infowars.com. Mm. Okay, so was, but but Alex or Mr. Jones. I know about 9-11 being an inside job, okay? I know about the fluoride in the water, all right? I know about the lizard people who, uh-huh. who are secretly trying to take yeah, over our yeah. government. Well, that's, I think that's clear now. The globalists have pulled the curtain over the American people's eyes for many years now. And we now know, we now know, ladies and gentlemen, that there are concentration camps that are being built right here in the United States. For every United States citizen, there is a concentration camp. Mark my words. But, but see, here's the thing. 
I'm I'm afraid, Mr. Jones. But what I what I really want is 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 well, see, Matt, you don't need this... to be afraid because your eyes are opened. Okay, you listen to things like Infowars, you listen to things like the mm-hmm. Alex Jones yeah. Show. Fox News doesn't have it anymore. CNN doesn't have it. They're a part of the globalist program to bring it down upon the American people. But but what I really want, Mr. Jones, is if there was something I could buy that would give me assurance. If you head to like Infowars.com, something... we're running a sale in our store right now. We've got oh, really? we've got MCT oils. We've got we've got colloidal silver. It's gonna it's gonna it's gonna stop the effect of the fluoride really? in the water. It's gonna stop you from ingesting fish testicles in every single vaccine that we give our children. Uh, it can't stop you from going to the concentration camps. We're working on a groundbreaking product that'll keep the American people from going to concentration camps. But right now, the best thing that you can do is keep your eyes open and don't live from a place of fear because you have the truth, my friend. I did not. I see. I did not know that you you sold things on your I'm, on your on your website. Yeah, and on I did. Just go show. to the, go to the store at infowars.com. You can find all our products there, and also subscribe to the show, obviously. And uh, I, I actually have to run now. I'm going to let you boys get back to it. But just remember that there is a concentration camp for every single American in the United States. Thank you, Alex. Thank you, Mister Mr. Alex Jones. Ladies Thank and gentlemen, you. Alex Jones of infowars.com. I uh, uh, appreciate him stopping by like that. Yeah, I didn't know he was gonna he was gonna be here. Well, like, yeah, I guess he just you know he knows when we record. I got. I mean, like, he knows everything. He just he came in last minute. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, you kind of have to know everything when you're a spook for the CIA. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that guy. I was watching. Uh, I was watching some some stuff over the weekend. Some mm-hmm. video, video clips of his, and and I mean, it just. Yeah, you sent me one. It, it, I did, did you? How much of that did you watch? I just, I just watched like that first, like the first that intro two minutes. with the, all the, the the shots from the Matrix. Yeah, and yeah, he just it's just fast and furious with that guy, and yeah. it's it's yikes. Anyways, moving on. Um, okay, I'll say this, Matt. As a closure to that topic, nine eleven. It is our it is our generation's JFK for sure. Mm-hmm. In and I say that to say not that it's the great conspiracy theory. And what happened or the popular story is necessarily true. I say that to say that there's a lot of unanswered questions that will always be unanswered surrounding that event. I think that's the case with 9-11. Again, because even even I, I, and my viewpoint, I've said it on here before, but my viewpoint is that, that at the very least, it was willful ne- negligence on the part of the intelligence gathering community in the United States at that time to bring on another war, to bring on the Patriot Act, and to bring on a ton of money for all the people that fund wars. Mm-hmm. It was at ju- the very least, it, very it, least. It was to justify the war in in, in Afghanistan and and Iraq. it did a brilliant job of it. We've had twenty years of um, war now, fifteen, fifteen years of war. Well, we will have twenty years of war because we're not stopping. Um, Anyhow, did you know that? Did you know that uh, both uh, George Bush and Dick Cheney um, refused to testify under oath? Before the 9-11 Commission refused to be recorded. No, no. uh, They were subpoenaed by the 9-11 Commission um, and drugged their feet for about a year and a half before they actually sat down in front of the 9-11 Commission. I imagine when you're a George Bush or a Dick Cheney, yeah, you can Um, can have your gatekeeper take phone calls for about a year and a half. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Did you know that none of that was recorded? Did you know that none of it was, uh, like, not even transcripts? Of what they're what they actually said. Then for what nine eleven commission? Like what was the purpose? Uh, they what were, did the commission? They, do? they just released a report. They weren't under oath. And uh, now the nine eleven commission was a, uh, and it wasn't made public at all. The nine eleven commission was uh, was commissioned by the United States government to look into 
what happened on September 11th and what the the things leading up to it to take all the evidence and come to a conclusion of who it was and what, what was that happened. conclusion that was provided to the government or what was the that? official story that that we had on the afternoon of September 11th 2001 that it was Osama bin Laden you realize that right like 4 hours after those planes hit the buildings we already had a had a criminal yeah well like, hold on we hold, already hold on. knew we already knew it was Osama bin Laden and that official story has never changed I know, but like, when was the last time that okay. uh, that, it, that um, in the twenty four hour news cycle that that a major network had Has dropped a conclusion, the bad like guy right away? They always and they do. never had to change their story. You realize they always do. Why do they always do? Okay, I, I'm sure Alex is in the parking lot. We can get him back in here. <laughs> No, but okay. Uh, answer my question real quick about the commission. So what? So the the government, and this was these were third party people or government people? The nine eleven government commission. people. So they were just what? They were government. They key were, committee they were leaders by, and stuff. They for, were appointed by Congress. Appointed by Congress, they, and they looked into it. And where did that information go? It went to Congress, or what? It was like a, uh, um, I want to say like a, a, two or three thousand page, um, report. And that's not available. Oh yeah, you can buy it. It's like two hundred bucks. Oh, it's like that thick. The nine eleven commission report. Um, then why? Then so but the it's answers just, are it's in there. Just, it's just a wall of text, man. It's just a a massive, just like it would take you uh, several years to get through it. Um, but and it's it's so no one has or like I don't understand everything in the nine. Oh yeah, they have. Every, but everything in the nine eleven commission backs up. What the official story has been oh, since okay. the afternoon of That's, September 11th, okay. 2001. And that was my question. But okay, all right. Well, yeah. The 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 story that those which is to be expected if there's some hocus pocus. You think? Because I would think I would think even if there wasn't some hocus pocus, there mm-hmm. would be some question about the story. Yeah, and the fact that if you if you but, look at look at what the like news articles about the 9/11 Commission while the 9/11 Commission was going on when they first started, they were. Fighting Congress for funding. <laughs> did they need? Yes. What? Why does that? Why do they need? Because funding. They Can't did. you just subpoena? Like subpoenas don't cost money. Lawyers cost money, bro. Lawyers cost more money than anything. Like the nine eleven no. commission had to pay for IT department, right? Had to pay for people to to do research for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you you need a whole slew of researchers and experts. Yeah, I mean, I guess it was like a 2,000-page document that came out of it, so yeah. some things went into I it. I mean, you, you and you need a team of lawyers, you need a, yeah. a, I mean, and specialized researchers in several different fields, mm-hmm. from, you know, physics to uh, structural engineering to, to probably military you know, science electrical or engineering. or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And f- f- almost from the get-go, mm-hmm. like, the heads of the 9-11 Commission were constantly um um begging congress for money asking congress for more money and congress was constantly constantly saying no hmm. congress turned them down for money many many times more or less times than i turned my wife down um, probably more oh, wow more, uh, no That's probably less. less i don't know I don't, I'm, I'm not sure i'm not exactly sure yeah um but yeah to, uh, in 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 a in a world that was five ten years ago when we had all this hysteria, it was about 10 years ago, all this hysteria over 9-11, right? Yeah. It was right in the middle of the fervor of the Iraq and Afghanistan wars. Um, how was Congress, how can Congress justify... Not spending that money? Not spending that money on, on finding out who did it. 
why would Congress want to uh, to underfund um, uh, the uh, entity that was uh, uh, that a committee was that's trying to find out the truth about nine eleven? Finding the truth, yeah. Why? 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 We got to move on, Matt. That's weird to me, huh? Um, it doesn't make any sense unless they're trying to cover something up. We got to move on. Hmm. Weird. We got to move on. Let's. Oh yeah. I'm no. Let's do it. I'm ready to move on. You want to just talk- saying that, like, if you know, uh, thermite, uh, nuclear radiation, uh, lizard people. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm done. Here we go. Go ahead. I'm just waiting for us to get back to blood packs. What is uh, okay? Uh, do you want to talk about aliens? <laughs> or do you want to talk about um, some localized news, not from here, but some some localized news? You want to talk about a podcast? You want to talk about the internet? Or do you want to talk about two political candidates? I picked last time. You oh, picked it's this true. time. Um, let's talk about this podcast story. Okay. W L O S uh, ABC News thirteen. Not sure where they're based out of, actually. North Carolina, I believe. Or the Carolinas. Local Asheville, North Carolina. Okay. Coffee shop owners under fire for a podcast. You see this news? No. Asheville, North Carolina. The owners of Waking Life Espresso, a West Asheville coffee shop, have come under fire after they were revealed to be behind a podcast described by listeners as demeaning to women and misogynistic. Uh, okay. The podcast was designed to be an ano- to be anonymous, but after their names were leaked, um, Jacob Owens issued an apology explaining he and co-owner Jared Rutledge quote did an anonymous podcast on picking up women's uh, picking up women's picking up women where Owens cr- crassly discussed my intimate experiences with women. There were also blog posts and tweets associated with the two. However, o- Owens denies authoring those posts. But just as worse, I knew they existed. He wrote in his apology, I did not keep up with them or fully know what was on them, but by knowing that it was going on and knowing that I was associated. However, I am complicit. I fully accept that shame as well. The outrage from the community spilled over onto social media with many people calling for others to boycott the shop. Saturday, they took to the streets to protest. So they had people protesting their coffee shop that they own. I was so incensed in the moment that me and my children got together and made signs. I kind of thought it would be just us. And I'm pleased that other people feel strongly enough to come out and protest something like this in our community. So Me they, and my children so got together and, and made signs. It, her, this is so bad. This podcast was obviously so bad that her children were enraged by it. <laughs> the, the children's know, children. And I don't know why this woman would, would want her children. Why, why, why would she let her children listen to this podcast? Mm-hmm. Has mm-hmm. this has this woman has this woman or anybody else here actually listened to this podcast? I don't know. Or are they just hating on it because they heard that these guys were, were another protest were being misogynistic? Well, I'm really curious what was in the podcast because all it says is their exploits with women. There's a video here, mm-hmm. but I'm curious. Like I want to hear. Now Matt and I uh, just listened to the, the or watched the I watched Matt listen to the news story from uh, ABC 13. Um. I'm not sure there's a controversy here. I, I really there's was not. well, I was really hoping that they'd go into what was actually said on it because if it was anonymous exactly. and they were mentioning people specifically, like oh, I banged her and she was terrible at giving blowjobs, like that's the, the, like so and so, like then they shouldn't you shouldn't you shouldn't do that. I, I'm very careful in this program when we talk about people to to mm-hmm. hopefully mute them out, you know, or, or censor and that sort of thing. And I I'm really interested to see uh, if that was the case. Um, or if it was just 
Like if it was just bro stories about you know conquests, I mean, insensitive, perhaps not the most appropriate material. Yeah, but it doesn't really seem like a controversy. Uh, like, appropriate for who though? Appropriate exactly. for that woman and her kids? Fuck no. <laughs> uh, it's it's a it's a bro conquest. From what it described, that you just said it. It's a it's a yeah. bro conquest podcast yeah right it, which again maybe not the most appropriate or no or, okay so that's not my humor i don't think that that's that that's not appropriate for me yeah okay yeah um is it appropriate for like fitzin <laughs> that the, the the part of that 4chan that bro culture part of 4chan yeah absolutely yeah like that's their that's what you'd hear that's what you'd see on 4chan yeah so is it appropriate for that sure yeah is it appropriate for this show no yeah is it appropriate for terrestrial radio no is it appropriate for the listening to for in people the, to go listen to if they the, want to in the minivan on the way to soccer practice? No, no. right. Uh, so those people should be listening to it, right? Like if a bunch of skinheads want to have a podcast about how Jews and blacks are terrible, destroying society, we need to wipe them out and start a race war. Okay, well, First Amendment. Sorry, like free speech. Exactly. Like they get to say it. It's like, their opinion. Yeah. Exactly. However wrong or ridiculous it Ex- might be. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, but uh, but d- do you have to listen to it? No, no, and I don't think it's necessary to boycott a business either. Don't give them attention. Yeah, like okay, so you just basically what ha- probably what happened is a couple people found out that the it owners the, of their favorite coffee shop are actually stupid douchebags, <laughs> and they're like, I don't want to buy coffee from a douchebag. Yeah, <laughs> like. I want to buy it from an eco-friendly transgender hippie. (laughs) That's what we are, Matt. Eco-friendly transgender hippies. I'm not transgendered. You might be (laughs) transgender, but I'm not transgender. Transgender? Are you transgender? I'm I'm a cis male, bro, and proud of it. Comfortable in my sexuality. (laughs) And given the event, I will say this, too, for our listeners. Given the event that Matt has his first sexual conquest, he will share yeah, it on uh-huh. this show. Oh, no, absolutely. The, the, when the first one yep. comes along. When I finally v- lose my virginity. When you finally see a woman in her full womanly glory, mm-hmm. uh, it will be shared on this show. Yeah. Now, uh, rest assured, listeners, that that won't happen. Yeah. But uh, but should it, uh, Matt will share. Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, it's been 32 years now, and so my wizard powers, uh, you know. Yeah. If you, if, if you can reach the age of 30 with your virginity intact, you become a wizard. <laughs> um, so saith the internet So saith the internet Well Matt has uh, I mean you've put your time Into the pursuit of wisdom yeah. The pursuit of knowledge mm-hmm. The pursuit of wizardry mm-hmm. uh, And not the, the pursuit, pursuit of, of women The pursuit and, of and, dank memes and, and and dare I say the high road sir Yeah mm-hmm. And and thank you Because yep. there are too many people out there That put the pursuits into women Put the pursuits into Into the latest uh, video yep. games And TV and things of that nature uh, nope, nope, Matt is full-blown wizard. And all, to all the ladies out there listening, mm-hmm. um, all I have to say is uh, free neckbeard rides. Yep. Free. 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 Mm-hmm. Not one single penny shall be charged. A free neckbeard ride. Yep. All for you, baby. My lady. Um, <laughs> quick short story. Uh, if anyone was unable to download our podcast at any point, it might have been because Amazon Web Services went down. Really? Yeah. Uh, and I wanted to say this just because it's interesting. Now, uh, we've talked about stats about Amazon's cloud and what they cover, but but he- here's some of the services that went down when Amazon's cloud. One server issue mm-hmm. um, uh, caused Amazon's cloud to go down. Netflix, 
Product Hunt, Medium, Social Flow, Buffer, GroupMe, Pocket, Viber, Amazon Echo, Amazon Video, and more. So, like, everything under the Amazon umbrella? Well, anything that uses Amazon's cloud. Okay. Which is, like, everything. <laughs> yeah. And I just think it's interesting that, like, one single cloud. I mean, yeah, um... As many users have noted, clicking the links on our Twitter stream or Facebook timeline leads to a to an error page. According to BuzzFeed, um, okay, yeah, in 2013, Airbnb and Vine went offline. Same thing. According to BuzzFeed, that's a loss of about $1,100 per second for Amazon. Hmm. So in the amount of time that it was down, uh, the number of services that were down, that's how much they were not able to charge people wow. for. Yeah. <coughs> Very, very interesting. Uh, all it takes is one little cloud. It's very interesting. But, yeah, just a, just a side note, kind of interesting. Okay, uh, here's an interesting story about aliens, and then we're going to talk politics. Okay. And we're going to get to the heart of Matt's Bernie Sanders boner. Oh, yeah. The heart of the boner, ladies and gentlemen. Up next, after these messages. Um, this is from The Verge. Uh, they're a tech site, tech news site. They do a... No, I'm familiar. I've heard, I've heard of them before. They do a tech podcast, and also, I think it's a video podcast, I think, the, the, every afternoon. Uh, but they cover, you know, Android, iOS, all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. They, The communities that I hang out in don't like The Verge because they they suck ravenously at the Apple teat. Um, mm-hmm. They're they're pretty pretty in bed with, with that sort of thing. But this is an interesting story. <laughs> Here's the headline. Encryption might be the reason we've never heard from aliens, says Snowden. What? <laughs> exactly. Precisely. Edward Snowden thinks he might have the answer to the Fermi paradox, the cosmological puzzle of why, given that the universe is so very old and so very big, we mm-hmm. haven't heard from any aliens yet. Yeah, exactly. Speaking with Neil deGrasse Tyson, that's your boy. Speaking with Neil deGrasse Tyson on the astrophysicist astrophysicist star talk podcast relevant section starts 30 minutes in i guess in that episode snowden suggests that a universal need to keep communication secure could mean that alien signals are simply too well encrypted to be distinguished from background noise when you look at encrypted communications if they are properly encrypted there is no real way to tell that they are encrypted you can't distinguish a properly encrypted communication at least in the theoretical sense from random noise says snowden he suggests that over time all societies realize that encryption is a necessity so if you have an alien civilization trying to listen for other civilizations or our civilization trying to listen for aliens there's one small period in the development of their society where all of their communications will be sent via the most primitive and most unprotected means when we think about everything we're hearing from our satellites or everything they're hearing from our civilization, if there are indeed aliens out there, all of their communications are encrypted by default. <laughs> uh, so what we're hearing, which is actually an alien television show or a phone call or a message between their planet and their own GPS constellation, whatever it happens to be, mm-hmm. is indistinguishable to us from cosmic microwave background radiation. This assumes, of course, that aliens aren't, re- aren't, trying, aren't trying to actively get in contact with us using would-be universally understood sig- signals. Uh, Tyson also points out that we're, quote, assuming they have the same security issues we have here on Earth. Snowden admits that it's possible that aliens are, quote, politically a little bit more enlightened than we are. Is that possible? <laughs> it's a very interesting story. Um, it, it, here's my gut feeling, though. Yeah. Edward Snowden, of course, uh, the guy who released all the documents about PRISM, uh, the NSA, and sort of their their reach into the American 
way of life mm-hmm. um, to the Guardian through Glenn Greenwald, um, some of which are still being released, I believe. I, I'm not sure the exact timeline. But it's something like this that now probably your average reader of The Verge is going, that's an interesting thought. Might be the case. And, yeah. and then they scroll on to, you know, what the what the price on the pre-order of the iPhone 6S is going to be. Yeah. Too damn high, by the way. But uh, it, it, it just seems to put Snowden in that category of, this guy might be crazy. Like, like to just say something like that about aliens, like he might be, I don't know. I, I could see that being held in relation to what, what he said about PRISM and all these documents to release yeah. and things. I could see that calling well, into for, question the whole encryption thing and the whole the government looks at everything you do digitally. Yeah. Uh, Does that make sense? Yeah. No, this might this might be a, him being, first off, talk about Neil deGrasse Tyson. Mm-hmm. Um, Avowed atheist. <laughs> well, the guy has, has gained a lot of popularity in the past 10 years. Thanks to Cosmos, right? And uh, among other things, uh, he's he's become the face of academia, mm-hmm. like the whole yeah science mm-hmm. um, type mentality that every, that people are, and it's it's a good thing. Like we 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 want to know more about science, right? Mm-hmm. The, the world around us, the universe. Um, you know, I'm, most of a lot of my default subreddits on Reddit are about you know science and stuff like that. Yeah, you know, um, our space, yeah. our NASA, that kind of stuff. Um, you know, we're all, we're all about it right now. Everybody's, you know, gung-ho, yay science. Yeah. Um, and Neil deGrasse Tyson has kind of been the face of that. And Star Talk has been, uh, um, his podcast is kind of the face of the, uh, that academia, that, that, um, everybody's a part of academia now, right? Yeah, Everybody's, sure. you know, or interested in uh, behind science. As long as you say it's for science, like people will give you the thumbs up for it. Um, I, th- I think for, uh, I think Neil deGrasse Tyson is kind of a mouthpiece for everybody falling in line with the scientific status quo, and uh, for to make people feel at ease and comfortable with just believing what every, just believing anything that academia tells you, right? Mm-hmm. And that everything in the that, name of science. Yes. Yeah. Um. So bringing bringing Snowden onto his podcast, that is kind of interesting, and I'm wondering why he was on because there. Because he is fully with. a part of the establishment, man. He is fully a part of Snowden. The, no, uh, Neil deGrasse uh, Tyson. Tyson. Yeah, he's a part of the. Um, I don't say mind wa- brainwashing, but uh, the academic elite. The the cover story for the the elite to make people you know okay with uh, and comfortable with just oh it was sci- published in a scientific journal. Like this is pre oh this is you know oh this is uh this is what science tells me so it must absolutely absolutely be true right 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 um and yeah bringing him onto the show and then what do they talk about they talk about aliens they don't talk about like you know in, I don't know I'm not, I'm not sure the context of the rest of the interview yeah. or whatever it was well, but the only thing that came out of it was what we're talking about right now. Everybody, no one else hears the whole conversation. Mm-hmm. They just hear Edward Snowden mentioned aliens. Oh, he must be crazy. Oh, everything he said with the NSA is crazy. Oh, it's not yeah. really that that bad. I don't. Yeah. Li- I don't need to. Well, and see, to, I think to I, look at the WikiLeaks stuff. I don't need to look at the. Uh, and I think at the core of this, uh, he makes an interesting point that could very well be the case yeah. in terms of, of of intergalactic communication. If if you know if there is such a thing, 
but yeah, I just for some reason in my mind, I can't shake the feeling that okay, now now Snowden is. I mean, because he's already been branded, you know, traitor and treason and all that sort of stuff yeah. by the government itself. Um, but you know, and I've talked about it on this show before. In my book, he's a hero. You know that that sort of stuff. Um, because the, because the American people, let's face it, and even this goes back to our discussion about nine eleven, the American people after nine eleven and and in terms of the Patriot Act, like the Patriot Act was bought and sold to the American public as this will prevent another nine eleven, right? Yeah. B- basically, yeah. with that cover story, whether it has or it hasn't, it, as far as I'm concerned, is almost irrelevant in terms of what it can do to the ordinary citizen, mm-hmm. and and in terms of what it what what they can look at and what they can. Um, view and that sort of thing like the idea that that nothing that goes through our digital communications is is secret or our own is is frankly should be pretty absurd and pretty appalling and pretty upsetting to your average uh your average dude and it's not you know Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. i I think again snowden's sort of the poster boy for that because he proved all the conspiracy theorists right at least in terms of digital communications um you know now we just need to get people to be on board with Blood packs and mind control. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the thing about mind control, is you don't need them to be on board for it. Because <laughs> you's already controlling their minds. It's thought rape, people. Yep. Um, okay. It's, it's that thought rape, rape culture that's being perpetuated by uh, by, 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 by hackers like owners. 4chan. Yeah. And uh, p- uh, p- people who, 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 who just don't care. Uh, they're, yeah. they're being insensitive to our needs. The infamous like, hacker yeah. 4chan. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I need other people to justify my existence. I need, I need for them to approve of, of who I am. Yeah. And if they don't approve of who I am, well, then, they, then we, they're offensive. We need to, they're offensive. We need to ostracize them from society. Yep, mm-hmm. absolutely. That's just how I feel. Absolutely, that's how I feel. Absolutely, and I, yeah, how I, f- you have to acknowledge how I feel. You have to validate how I feel, and then you have to acquiesce and and follow how I feel. And, and if how I, don't, I feel, how I feel is the truth. How I feel is the truth. And if I don't, do you really feel it? <sighs> exactly. Exactly. Wow. Mind blown, bro. Is it really true? If somebody else doesn't validate it, it's like if a, if, if a white girl goes to Starbucks, doesn't post a picture on Instagram. Did it really? Did happen? she really go? Yeah. Did she really go? Uh, yeah. It goes back to the whole. The answer is no. The, the, if, a, if a tree falls in the forest and no one is around to hear it, uh, does it really fall? It, did it really happen? Yeah. Uh, if uh, <laughs> God, our our society is so stupid. It's 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 our a, culture it's a is narcissistic so... inflation of self to, to the nth degree. You know, yeah. I was thinking the other day about how I I rarely the last significant thing <clears throat> I share our show on Facebook, right? Mm-hmm. Just because like that's the platform. But I was thinking about like my page. Like the last thing that I posted on my page was a month ago, and like I don't ever put statuses up. Yeah, the last one was like a month ago, and it was it was. Um, <clears throat> Excuse me. I tagged a bunch of my a bunch of my friends that I know, that I know are into this. You would have been one of them if you were on Facebook. And it was just I, I said uh, list your top five hip hop albums just just for conversation's sake. Mm-hmm. And I was like list your top five and then I'll post mine and we'll just sort of you know you know whatever. Mm-hmm. That was the last thing that I even remember posting. Before that, I put po- I mean I post our show, but in terms of like status updates, like yeah this I I, I don't do that anymore because. I don't know. I'm just. I'm to a point now. I'm 27, and, and like I'm like, who, who mm-hmm. the shit cares? Yep. 
No one should. And I know they do. Yeah. And and, and I do because I'm victim of, of just scrolling that that feed of just endless garbage. But it's like there's no why why I'm I would delete it if not for a show. I mm-hmm. really I really think that. I mean, it, my wife posts. We have a secret group where we post um, pictures of our son. Because we don't want them, we don't we don't want them available for everybody. So we yeah. have, we have a secret group yeah. that if you want to see pictures of my kid, you can join. Um, and and I'll I'll like see things in there. I'll like things that my wife posts. She'll post a video of him, you know, blowing bubbles or whatever it is. And and so I I like that. I follow that stuff. And that's that's it. That's it. That's all I do. I don't really. Uh, I don't do that. I comment sometimes, but that's it's just it's just everybody is just. Look at what I've got. To, it's I don't know. It's it's a sickening, weird, weird culture. Hey, look at me. Hey, look at me. Hey, look at me. Hey, look at me. Look yeah, what I'm doing. Yeah, and uh, post your opinions about my opinions, so you can your opinions can validate my opinions. Well, in a narcissistic way, and this may sound like Captain Douche over here, uh-huh. but uh, none of them are worth looking at. Yeah, like if if if, if I don't know. I mean. Some of them are, but it's like, I don't know. There's just no, I don't know. And and Twitter, Twitter's getting to be the same way for me, even though there's a little bit more on there because it's like quicker thoughts or it's like quicker, it's it's a little bit quicker of a medium, you know, and yeah. then, even in terms of the way it's accessed and the timeline and stuff. But it's not, I don't know. It's just everything on Facebook is just shit to me. <laughs> like mm-hmm. it's just, it's just all garbage. Yeah. Anyways. All right. Yep. Moving on here. Be sure and like the show. Facebook.com. So let's give that some thoughts. Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> Look for us and our opinions on Twitter. Yep. Yep. At Give Thought Show. No. Okay. I've got two articles here. I'm going to go over them real quick. The one is not really about the candidate. It's really kind of funny, and I thought you'd find it interesting. This is from the Daily Beast. Um, <laughs> now, here's here's the picture. I'm going to turn this. Actually, I don't want to unplug the, uh, the, the thing here, but... See that picture? That's who? Rand Paul? That's Rand Paul, yes. The recognizable uh, photo. I just showed Matt the picture that is that is on the top of this headline. And I will put this article in the show notes, mm-hmm. too, by the way. Now, is that Rand Paul's uh, male-to-female transition photo? No. Oh. No, no, okay. no. This is this is a picture of Rand Paul and, and the person that's with him. This article is very interesting. Mm-hmm. I... I, I Truly read it and wasn't sure. I've been considered it, and I wasn't sure where to where to come from. There's a couple different angles here. Um, <clears throat> and here's the headline: Is libertarian girl Rand Paul's problem waiting to happen? Uh, his web maven once attacked the Republicans' foreign policy and McCain's quote bloodlust. She apologized, but will their comments wound? Wound the wannabe president's campaign. When Rand Paul stepped out of his SUV in the parking lot of the Pepper Mill restaurant in Las Vegas last Friday, he was trailed by a woman with bright white hair who looked like a cross between a campaign operative and a fairy. So clearly editorial here, but Hmm. I immediately recognized her as Libertarian Girl, a blogger and social media personality who over the last few years has amassed a large following of hundreds of thousands by sharing her every political thought and lots of selfies, of course. On Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Yeah, so she's using sex to sell her her ideas. Hold on. Mm. Yeah, yeah, which is a new thing. Yeah, uh, apparently I've never heard of it, but it seems yeah, yeah. she sells. She sells, the fact that she's an attractive person. Yeah, she's using that to her advantage. Absolutely. Um, to get people to listen to her worthless, stupid, shitty opinions. Yeah, <laughs> that's weird. 
Marianne Copenhaver, that's her, a 27-year-old from Ohio who advertises herself as a, quote, political activist, graphic designer, and digital strategist. Paul hired her about a month ago to do web design and social media outreach. She told me that the Las Vegas trip was the first time she had accompanied Paul on the road. Copenhaver's ideas, like many of, like those of many diehard libertarians, are far from traditional. She said she's an, quote, anarcho-capitalist, someone who believes every government entity from the library to the public police department should be privatized, which didn't stop Paul from hiring her. In fact, it was her outspoken persona that caught the eye of Paul's top aides. Copenhaver, I reported Monday, told me that she first was contacted by Doug Stafford, Paul's top political advisor, about blogging for the campaign, but later explained to him that she believed she would be more beneficial to them working in a graphic design and social media capacity. Stafford claims Copenhaver first com- contacted him about working on the campaign. Copenhaver said she talked to Paul directly to, quote, discuss things we want to do with social media. While inside the paper, the paper mill, I watch as Copenhaver drafted a tweet on her iPhone from Paul's official account. She showed it to Stafford for approval, and he gave her the go-ahead to send it to the senator's 534,000 followers. A close reading, and this is, this is the interesting stuff, a uh, close reading of Copenhaver's social media history now has some asking whether or not Paul's decision to saddle her with such a responsibility speaks well of his judgment. On Tuesday, the Washington Free Beacon, a conservative website run by Bill Crystal's son-in-law that frequently torments Paul, published a story that d- documented Copenhaver's colorful social media musings about politics. Copenhaver's recent Facebook posts are filled with vehement attacks on the GOP's foreign policy on Iran, Russia, the Islamic State, Syria, and Israel. Now, this is where you'll be really interested in her. Mm-hmm. Uh, nothing makes me rage harder. This, this is a quote. Nothing makes me rage harder than the GOP trying to start another goddamn war. <laughs> Listen up, you stupid armchair jingos. We, libertarians, constitutional conservatives, and anti-war dems, want nothing to do with your bullshit special interest-fueled wars. Yeah. How do you like that, Matt? Hmm? Hmm? I'm thinking wife material. What are you thinking? No, it's not fat enough. <laughs> I, need, I need plumpness to get my big, fat-headed children. Other Copenhaver posts referred to Senator John McCain's bloodlust and offered a quote, and this is a direct quote from her, side note, a big fuck you to Lindsey Graham and John McCain. Wow. Yeah, okay. I mean, I don't disagree. <laughs> exactly. Additionally, Copenhaver suggested that, quote, Edward Snowden deserves a Nobel Peace Prize and not President Obama. Yeah. In an update mm-hmm. to its story, the Free Beacon added that Copenhaver, quote, also opposed the Pledge of Allegiance because it was developed by Francis Bellamy, a socialist, as a way to, quote, sell more issues of the magazine Youth's Companion. I'm uh, not sure the history on that, but is that true or not? Yes, it actually is. Really? Uh and, so then this is the perfect girl it, for you. And the, the Pledge of Allegiance is is has been used to, to brainwash you. Yeah. You, you, right? You, you get up in, every morning in classrooms across America. Small children get up and say a prayer mm-hmm. to the United States government. And we call it the Pledge of Allegiance. And we think that it's patriotic. Mm-hmm. Dear government. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Going yeah. back to how we started. Dear dear government, yeah. uh, thanks for looking out for me. No, but that's that's what they do. Yeah. That's what that's what the Pledge of Allegiance decided decided to do. I, I you know, and I've been at several gatherings where the Pledge of Allegiance has been said in the past couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um I have not said the Pledge of Allegiance in probably six or seven years. Mm-hmm. Uh anytime I'm in a group where people are saying the Pledge of Allegiance, I just stand there. I pledge allegiance to the flag. Yeah. Of the United States of America. I don't. And to the republic, for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. There you go, man. 
In response, you, you, you need to. We need to bleep all that profanity <laughs> off off the podcast. In response, the Washington Post, Jennifer Rubin, who often pillories Paul, wrote asking, "Why is it that Paul attracts people with these outlandish views?" Well, because he's the only sane one running. That's that's a sidebar of my own. Well, for one thing, Paul suggests he might agree with some of them. One might expect that people who espouse the views Paul's de- Paul does and who traffic in smears attract people very far off the political spectrum. I asked Copenhaver how she felt about the media's reaction to her. This is the person writing this article. In a text, which is interesting, but mm-hmm. anyways, in a text, she said, quote, and this, this really cuts to the heart of it. Like, this is probably how I feel. My opinions are mine and not Senator Paul's. I don't speak for him, nor do I have any role in which I would ever speak for him or advise him on policy. I don't think it is fair to have my old Facebook comments scrutinized by the media. Those comments were made long before I worked for Senator Paul. I'm sure neither Graham nor McCain will lose any sleep over my comments, but for what it's worth, I am sorry. Regardless of my policy disagreements with them, I certainly could have been more polite. Yeah. That's that's a perfect answer, by the way. I mean, that's just, I mean, that's just, my views were my views. I'm sorry to those, Graham and McCain, you know, I, I, I said the f*** word, but, yeah. but, but, uh, you know, let's, let's get on with it. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I don't, I don't agree with that. Sorry. Just because that's the whole, sorry, you were offended. Yeah. Sorry, you got offended. Yeah. Um, which is, yeah. Well, she brings up an interesting point about the Facebook thing because it's not like, it's not like a video surfaced of her, like you know, I don't know, beheading a black person, right? Yeah. Like, because that, that's far more of a moral issue. Like, th- these are just opinions that were because be- expressed in a way that you didn't like and, and opinions that expressed that you disagreed with, yeah. which have nothing to do with her current capacity, with or without the Paul campaign. Yeah, and for and, and, and also, you wouldn't behead a black person. That's a totally, that's not a, that's not a very efficient way to kill a black person. You want to kill a black person, just go find a cop. Right, the exactly. the best way to do it. It's exactly. the fastest way to do it. Because it's legal. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. and he can do it for you. Yeah, you don't have to get your hands dirty. Yep, and yeah, just let the police take care of it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, you know, serving and protecting. Yep. In my neighborhood where I live, uh, if I see a black person, I immediately call nine one one, and yep. I say, uh, "Hello, uh, um, are the are the serial killers there?" And they say, "Yes." Uh, hold yeah. on, let me. And, At your beck and call. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Um, and the dispatcher's like, "Yeah, we have s- several serial killers." Um, in patrol cars in that area, yeah. patrol cars right now in in, in your area. And I said, oh, well, I just saw a black person, and they say, uh, stay on the line. We're sending a, a, a patrol car to you, and um, the uh, the you know the they swoop the right serial down. killers. Uh, they they show up, yeah. and then they take care of the black person. They take care of the issue. Mm-hmm. No problems. Yep. yep. He's just a phone call away. Yep. Yep. For all your troubles, that's nine one one, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Easier than killing people yourself. It's nine one one is like having your own little Dexter Morgan. <laughs> for uh, for all no, that's not true at all because Dexter Morgan, for the record, was clean and never caught. <laughs> well, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> these cops are messy and they may just leave the body in the street mm-hmm. for a few hours. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on, at, like the, at, these, the, these guys are not professional. Interesting thing about Dexter, Dexter Morgan, the one guy a who could have brought him, who could have brought him down. <laughs> yeah, was a black guy. Mm. Killed him off in the first Surprise, season. Surprise, motherfucker. Yep, killed yep. him off in the first season. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Killed him. Killed him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that was the Paul thing. And, and I got to say, not because of that article. That was about that chick who is whatever. And like I said, it's not that relevant. Um, but I think if I had to vote, I, I, I don't know, man. It'd probably be Paul. Uh, I'm not going to vote. 
because voting doesn't work. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. There you have it. Matt will be abstaining. Yeah. From this this election cycle in actually, 2016. I actually thought about like going like. Oh. You won't be voting for D's nuts, isn't he? Still leading in <laughs> Iowa. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Oh. Uh, I think he's dropped. He well, he put his support behind Bernie Sanders. Oh, well, that's a shame. Um, D's you heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. D's nuts is now supporting Bernie Sanders. Yeah. Well, not here first. That was like a month ago. But <laughs> um. I actually thought about like just going down like on election day, going just going down to a, a polling place, getting one of those an I, electioneering, but for yourself. Yeah, just go, getting like an I voted sticker. Uh huh. And just putting it like you know, putting it putting it on. Yeah. And just like just but then not voting. <laughs> just get the sticker. Just getting the sticker. Yeah. No, what I think we should do seriously, and we should we should talk about this more on the show and get get listener feedback. Perhaps we could even get a campaign manager for you. Mm-hmm. We could we could auction off the spot a campaign manager, raise a little money for our uh, our uh, expenses here at Tripod. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, we'll get we'll print up some 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 nice flyers for you, and and then you go to an election place. On polling day, we'll get there early, we'll cover the rush hours, we'll stay there all day, I'll capture relevant video throughout the day, and it will just be of you campaigning for yourself. Mm-hmm. And and we'll see if we can get anybody on board. And just and, and then you can campaign right there at one single local polling place for president. Yeah. And we'll get and and then I'll just and then and you can sell like your policies mm-hmm. and you're just right there. Yeah, and we'll see uh, if we can get anybody on board. We'll, we'll see like people coming in and be like, "Hi, my name is Matt Hume. Uh, I just I'm know, running for president. I'm running for United States president. You'll have to pencil me in. Uh, I know you're on your way in to throw your vote away. I just ask that you throw your vote away on me. Thank you very much. <laughs> have have again. God bless you. Yeah, and God bless. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and then and then and then and then I'd like to see you know a good three or four points. Of uh, that you had that were, that were just you know this is how you feel you know your form like your foreign policy your education platform mm-hmm. uh, there it is yeah uh, well, I know you have a lot of choices when it comes to throwing away your vote and mm-hmm. uh, I'm glad that you're throwing away your vote on me <laughs> yeah um, yeah my name is Matt Hume and I'm uh, I'm I'm running for president yeah in uh, 2016 um, my platform on education is who needs it. <laughs> Uh, everything, everything you could possibly want to know is is available on the internet for free. So why are you paying? Why are you being a moron and paying somebody money? Yeah. To uh, why to let teach the government throw away your yeah. money uh-huh. on what obviously doesn't help education yep. anyways? Uh, education. Who yeah. needs it? Immigration. Uh, my platform on immigration is uh, uh, if you don't want to live in a state with some beaners, move to a different state. We have fifty different states, and find one for you. Uh, Montana. <laughs> Very low concentration of beaners. Yeah. Um, move to yeah. Montana. You, mm-hmm. uh, if you're in Arizona and you don't like the fact that uh, there's a lot of uh, there's you know a lot of Mexicans next to you, uh, maybe move to a state that's not right next to Mexico. Just you know, just uh, Im- as an yeah. option. Im- yeah. Immigration. Uh, pro life, pro choice. Uh, uh, pro life, pro choice. Um, I don't care what you do with your reproductive organs. They're your reproductive organs. Yep. I don't think you should be reproducing full stop anyway. So, uh, <laughs> Planet's overcrowded as it is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, let's see. Gay marriage or gay, gay rights. Gay rights. I, I don't care for it. Uh, I don't need them. I'm not gay. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm sh- I, 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 I yeah. want other people to have them, but I, I don't. But you don't need them. I don't need them. them. Yeah. Um, yeah. Government spending. Government spending, uh, too damn high. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> too damn high. The man. government needs to spend, but they don't need to spend on everything, mm-hmm. and they need to. They need to, you know, 
not spend on some stuff, spend on other things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think what the government should probably do is make a budget. Now, I know we've never done that before, but make a budget and prioritize, okay, these are things we need to spend on, these are things we want to spend on. Mm-hmm. Um, Needs versus wants. Yeah. Mm. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, the Dave Ramsey plan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, under, you know under, understand uh, what what the wisest thing is to spend their money on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, foreign policy. Uh, who cares? Like, <laughs> let the other countries be other countries. Are those countries, do those countries want to be in the United States? Uh-huh. Then, then who cares? Yeah. Leave them alone. Yeah. Period. Full if stop. they want to become part of the United States, well, then we can politicize and and, and figure that out. Yeah. Right. Figure it offer out. Them a, offer them a package. See if where they, they want to pay handsomely. Yeah. See if right. they want to become part of the United States. But if they don't, then leave them alone. Yep. We don't need to. We don't need. We don't need them. Mm-hmm. Don't need to talk to them. Don't mm-hmm. need to be friends with them. Mm-hmm. Leave them alone. Uh, let's see. Taxes. Uh, it, yeah. <laughs> Okay, healthcare. <laughs> um, you know, when if you're sick, go to a doctor. <laughs> uh, it's not it's not hard. Uh, yeah. um, you don't need the government to tell you to do that. No, you shouldn't. If you don't feel a hundred percent, if you mm-hmm. feel less than a hundred percent, maybe go to a doctor and see. Uh, or you know, at healthcare. Um, WebMD is a thing. <laughs> Get on the internet. Uh, you know. <laughs> Yeah. It's called a self-diagnosis, people. Yeah. Legalization of drugs. Um, yeah, absolutely. We need to legalize oh, all drugs. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. All right. Yeah, I want to have you. I want to. I. I. I'm. I want to get you on board for this. I really want you to just explain those like that to people at a polling place, because you know they're that. That's an environment where they're free mm-hmm. to walk away. Like yeah. they, ju- you can just go in and vote and just be like, "Fuck that guy." I yeah. don't, but but I want you to say, "Me for president," really? and that's when we'll have a sign for you to hold that just says "Me for president," mm-hmm. not even your name, just "Me for president." <laughs> yeah, I'm 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 gonna we're gonna I want I want this to happen. Yeah, it'd be good. It'd be good content at the very least. We can take the recorder out there, do it over audio. Oh yeah, like. oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and we can we can get people. You know, we'll do like a little disclaimer thing and just say, "Hey, before we start recording, do you mind if we uh, if we do this?" Matt's going to mm-hmm. tell you uh, why you should vote for him. Yeah. Although <laughs> yep. the biggest part of my platform, I think, is going to be. Uh, um, well, you're going to be the biggest part of your platform. There you go. Absolutely. Obviously. I mean, for the obviously. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, as it as it is right now, I'm like point six Chris Christie's. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. I'm like sixty percent of Chris Christie. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, and you've maybe, got better hair than Trump. So oh, oh my gosh, yeah. So what's not? I mean, you're, in my opinion, you're a shoe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've got almost the body mass of Chris Christie, but not quite. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, mm-hmm. I have the, uh, I have the 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 bra- co- the brains of one of the Pauls without the establishment behind yes, you. Yes, yes, I yep. have the quaff <laughs> charisma of a Donald Trump. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, man. Let's do it. Uh, I'm going to make you Secretary of the Dick. Secretary of the Dick. Yep. There we go. Yep, well, now be... I have to get people to vote for you because I've got a promised staff position if you make it. Yeah. I have a vested interest in you and you winning the well, election. you have a promised stiff position. <laughs> Se- Not a staff position. Secretary of D's Nuts. Secretary of D's Nuts. Well, I'm probably going to make D's Nuts the Secretary of D's Nuts. Oh, yeah. Contact I'm going to find that D's guy. Nuts. Yeah. Yeah. And, and have him be... Uh, yeah. By the way, the original that that saying has been around for oh, these 30, nuts? 40 years probably. I'm sure. Yeah. 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 Anyhow, uh there you have it ladies and gentlemen. 
Uh, I know we've done gags about Matt Holm for president, Matt Hume for president before, mm-hmm. but uh, I want to get him out at the polls. I want to get. I want to have your your man on the street give that some thought episode. Uh, I think that'd be kind of interesting. Sure, we can talk more about it, and shoot your ideas in that sort of thing. Give that some thought. dot com. That's where everything resides. Mm-hmm. Facebook, Twitter. There's links on all those. Um, there will be. We're on iTunes, Stitcher. Send us a review. Any reviews that come in, we'll read them on the show. That is still our promise to you. Want to uh, say a big thank you to Alex Jones for being here today. Yes, thank you for stopping by, Mr. Jones. Um, it's a pleasure to have you on board as yeah. always. Yeah. Um, he's a big supporter of the show and a big listener, and I, he is. I yeah, a lot of people. He, you know, we, and he goes unnoticed yeah. a lot of times. Well, know? because of his contracts with some of his not uh, in physicality. Because he's a larger gentleman. Well, yeah, but uh, and he's very loud, and he sweats a lot. He does. So he does. You, he sticks out in the crowd. He does. But uh, a lot of times, you know, unless you're searching for that content, you won't you won't see him. You yeah. won't hear him. Yeah. Uh, but we thank him for coming on this program, being a being a supporter, a mm-hmm. listener, a friend of the show, yep. as we like to say. Uh, so thank you to Alex Jones and the folks over there at Infowars uh, for letting him stop by. Um, yeah, I think that about does it. Anything else, Matt? That you can think of? Not really. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody out there in Audio Land. This has been a production of Tripod Broadcasting.